Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack. I am Joseph Scrimshaw. And there's a third empty chair today. Mm-hmm. So sad. It's, it's look, uh, we knew it was going to be sad. Yeah. And then it's uh, more sad than I thought it would be. Yeah, I mean, you and I have recorded main shows by ourselves. We often yeah. do, like, book reviews or other, or databank brawl, you know, without Jennifer, because she's yeah. a, a busy woman. But this is, like, the main show, and I, I don't know, it's just, like... 
uh, it feels like, you know, you go to your parents' house, but yeah. they moved out. Like, I don't know. There's something weird about it. <laughs> You're in your own neighborhood. Yeah. Like, that used to be my house. It's a CVS now. <laughs> but she will be back. Yeah. Uh, taking, if people are just catching up, taking a uh, break to, uh, you know, uh, have, uh, create a human. Yeah. <laughs> just a little, bring a human into the world. Bring a little human bring into the world. Bring a little human into the world. But uh, she adds so much uh, yeah. and just is like, uh, you know. Getting to see her every week as a friend, you know. Yeah, that too. Let's not forget that we're all we're all pals here. But uh, yeah, her pers- pers- perspective, her point of view, her experiences are all valuable. And uh, don't worry, uh, we will hear from her again. In fact, who knows? Maybe soon because she's over at, at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, oh yeah, uh, or maybe it was yesterday. I was watching the Instagram stories. <laughs> maybe she just stayed. Maybe she just stayed. She hid in the Falcon, and she seemed uh, the smile on her face was uh, worth the price of their admission. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> that is so great. Uh, so it's good. So we're gonna dive in a lot of fun stuff today. The future of the sequel heroes. But before we do that, today's broadcast podcast is. Uh, brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook <laughs> download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash force center. Over 180,000 ch- titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You've just said that too many times, and it's yeah. fighting back. Broadcast, broadcast, titles, it's all here. Showday's Toddcast <laughs> is Audible brought to you. We had, a, we had a fun weekend, though, uh, uh, Joseph. We'd like to catch up on our Star Wars adventures. Yeah. Uh, you and I, our adventures intertwined at one point, yeah, but you did yeah. some of your own stuff, too. Yeah, right? absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Battlefront 2, as always, lots mm. lots of fun there, uh, trying to regulate how much I play so I can get back to work yeah. uh, in life. But uh, yeah, I for Star Wars merch, mm. I bought something that I forgot existed, which is that Escape from the Death Star board game, which was like the original board game. Uh, from back in the day in the in the late 70s. Okay. So they yeah. reprinted it. With along with these retro figures that they're doing now, so like the vintage figures are oh they've got the old style backs, but the right. retro figures are actually like they're not molded as fancy. They're molded like old 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 figures. So the desk the Escape from Death Star board game comes with the Grand Moff Tarkin that they never made <laughs> they never in the made. style of the original Kenner figures. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it wasn't even in the toy aisle. It was in the uh, men's clothing section. <laughs> Are they just basically? Is that a statement or is that? I, an yeah, I, I know. I think it was like it was near like the socks and underwear. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, while you're here tending to basic needs, yeah. How about a little Grand Moff Tarkin along with your undies? We know you've been waiting for this yeah. since '77. Very happy about that. And then, mm. uh, uh, yeah, I went to this uh, uh, great program in Los Angeles called Last Remaining Seats, where they show mm. old movies. Saw the Maltese Falcon which is a movie I enjoy and I have mm. seen uh, before. It's been many, many years since I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, and I just went in going, like, I, I'm sure I can Google George Lucas saying something about this, but I just wanted to go in for myself of, like, I, I'm 99% sure that the M Falcon is not, you know, a coincidence. Right, right. And I was just curious to re-see the movie for myself. And I had forgot that, uh, mild spoilers for this yeah. ancient movie, uh, but that so much of the plot is that, the history of the actual Maltese Falcon is that it's this bejeweled, spectacular thing, but it passes from collector to collector, not realizing its value because it's painted over black. So it just looks like, oh, it's a statue of a bird. So like, it's literally the, doesn't look like much from the outside, but it's got it where it counts. And I wonder if that was just like a Maltese Falcon, Millennium Falcon. It's an era that Lucas clearly pulled from and loved, or if it really was that totally, it's a hidden gem that other people can't see because the outside looks fine. 
I love that we can number one see Star Wars everywhere because it is kind of everywhere. Yeah, that would make that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, George, it seems like something he'd just be like, yeah, it's a Falcon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's this awesome. might be one of those uh, yeah, things that's like, yeah, it's an interview somewhere, obvious. You yeah, know, yeah, you know, kind of thing. But. We'll have to dig that up. Yeah. Someone out there listening, find Maltese Falcon <laughs> slash George Lucas interviews. How about your adventures? Uh, man, we uh, had a lot of fun this weekend. Uh, a lot of our uh, friends from the biz were in town for the EA uh, play and what E3s out here, all that stuff. So um, it's now become a tradition almost every year. Uh, Alex and Molly, Star Wars Explained, kind of put together a meetup night for fans and friends uh, at uh, Scum and Villain, which is always fun to go there and get drunk on their version of Blue Milk. It's more of a... <laughs> a little more alcoholic. Mai Tai type of uh, party uh, in your mouth there, and I had a bowl of tater tots. That's always a good thing. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, and then uh, uh, you and I got to join them, uh, and hello, Greedo, for a, yeah. a little quieter dinner the next night. And yeah, the, the we now know a secret... Yeah, we know what Hello Greedo's face <laughs> looks like. We know who two he thumbs is. up. Yes, two thumbs up on in his excellent face. face. I think absolutely, and, yeah, and, and a great person. Really fun to hang out. It with It really was because I've been watching him since uh, even before I dove into this silly little Star Wars digital media world, and and uh, I, I've always enjoyed his stuff, as, especially as his stuff has grown and yeah. changed. I think he's a, he's a great voice uh, in this time. And has a lot of credibility because of, you know, he, he, he's honest and true, but also got a lot of common sense and just enjoys this stuff. And I, I, I got the drunken interaction Saturday night <laughs> and then more more substance last the night. The only two there. drinks, yeah. yeah. Two drink minimum, we all held ourselves yeah. to last night. Yeah, it was nice. It was a lot of fun. Uh, great folks, great people. Uh, haven't had a chance to play Battlefront. I'm excited <laughs> to dive in. Uh, and and so we're going to go into the news here. And yeah, this is where we would normally turn to Jennifer. Joseph, you're gonna you're gonna lead us this week, and then I'll, I'll pick up the mantle next week. And the, together, the two of us can <laughs> we will Jennifer's stumble through. Yes, Jennifer, truly uh, irreplaceable, yeah. especially here on the news. She always used to write it up in this lovely yeah. uh, flowing way with puns. Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, I cannot match that. So uh, let's just dive in. The first bit of news is big information from E3 this weekend. Gameplay footage and a little bit more info for Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, so some of the some of the stuff that was revealed, um, mm-hmm. we already knew. Yeah, but we got a lot more uh, details on, or got to see in action because we got a trailer video. And then we also got like 13 minutes of gameplay. Right. Uh, and some of the key pieces of information is uh, that reminder that this new droid, your kind of buddy assistant in the video game, BD-1, is voiced by Ben Burt. Mm-hmm. And we got to see BD-1 in action and looks to be incredibly charming. Uh, big kind of canon news is that Saw Gerrera appears in the video game. Right. Big thumbs up, yeah. Big thumbs <laughs> up, uh, yeah, and of course, voiced by Forrest Whitaker, right? Yep. Which, it's so weird to say, of course. Yeah, right, yeah, of course. <laughs> Wasn't that long ago that, yeah, yeah. of course, <laughs> amazing actors wouldn't be like, yes, video game, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be some new force powers that you're going to be able to use as the protagonist, including force slow, which I really like. That just kind of mm. slows people down a little bit. Uh, that seems like a handy one in real life. I'd love to have that. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a lot of different kind of new and known villains that are going to show up. We have this second sister Inquisitor who has popped up in the Darth Vader comics. Mm. We have KX droids like K2SO, uh, assuming that they have not been reprogrammed. Mm. Uh, Y-Shock spiders. Right. <laughs> and uh, Purge troopers. 
who assist the Inquisitors, who assist Darth Vader, who assist Palpatine in the destruction of the Jedi. It's a career path. It really is. (laughs) The Purge Troopers are going to have, yeah, I don't know what, like the Purge Squires uh, to help (laughs) them put their armor on at some point. Uh, And then we also learned this story detail that uh, you will be, as the main character, unraveling an ancient mystery that could restore the Jedi Order. And uh, since we're all diving in, just a reminder mm-hmm. that the release date for this video game is November 15th. So November 12th, Hi. we got Disney Plus and at least the first episode of Mandalorian. And then yeah. clear your schedule to play Jedi Fallen Order. Seriously. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. I've got my 25th high school reunion on November 2nd, and i got to come back in town and just... Uh, <laughs> buckle down. Buckle down for some Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, so what in all of that is most exciting to you? Again, like some of that information is is not new, but it's clear picture. Right. I, for me, it's Saw Gerrera. Yeah. Just hands down, I saw that trailer. Uh, I did not watch the gameplay. A lot of people asking. I watched the first five minutes. It's yeah. 13 minutes long, Absolutely. the gameplay. Mm-hmm. And it is enough to give you like a little peek right. of that. It's a very, very first person. You know, you, it shows you meeting with Saw Gerrera and him saying like, hey, why don't you go over there and do that? Mm-hmm. And then you start to go over there and do that. <laughs> why don't you press A? <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I am always concerned of gameplay in the sense of I want it to be good. Yeah. But I, I'm simple. I've always said simple when it comes to games. Just entertain me. And so far, I mean, the the, the appearance of Sagara really exciting. Really yeah. exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and to think he he's a little younger, and it seems like he hasn't lost it yet. He's got much more of his Rogue One look than he yeah. does his Clone Wars look. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope he. I hope there's uh, uh, some signs of his really losing it, like he does in Rogue One, because that would be really fun to hear him not just love that. Uh, be doing you know great acting, but they. I, yeah. <laughs> Did you come here to do an escort quest? I, yeah, uh, that'd be great. <laughs> do you have your credits <laughs> for trade? Um, yeah, man, I mean, I, and it makes me think. Uh, you know, who knows what else could pop up, or who yeah, else? Yeah, yeah. Uh, going way out on a limb. Yeah. If it is, oh, we're we're finding something that some ancient MacGuffin talisman that mm-hmm. might help restore the Jedi Order. Do you think that there's any chance of Kenobi? Of the, them ooh. trying to go to Kenobi? Sagrera knows he's met. He's Kenobi. He shed a drink or two with Kenobi. Yeah. That, I never thought about that. I was thinking more, ah, Saw Gerrera might lead Dempest Nest or maybe mm, da, 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 you know, yeah. that kind of stuff because, you know, we love that part Andrew of the lore tubes, or the yeah. war. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I never thought about it, yeah. but, it, I mean, we got to get got to have some Jedi stuff here. Yeah. You or, know? or communing with Yoda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this story stuff is... Like the gameplay looks fun for me. It, yeah. For me, I was really intrigued by the first five minutes that I watched. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a good job. Of that balance of the fantasy fulfillment of having Jedi powers while also being challenging. Right. Um, yeah. But it looks like it's really about the story because it, it looked like the kind of gameplay where, uh, you know, you get an, you're you're on a mission level, but you get an assignment, and then you do five minutes of that, and then you get another little sub assignment. Okay. You know, and the, and then you unlock a cut scene. Uh, so it seems like the narrative's really going to be driving it. So I think in, I'm looking forward to the gameplay. Yeah. But in some ways, I'm more excited about just like what story you're going to tell. This is yet another story of a Jedi trying to fix things mm. when canonically we know they can't entirely yeah. win. Yep. So uh, to see how that story is going to play out again is interesting. 
Yeah, which is, yeah, it goes back to anytime Ezra, Kanan, any of these Jedis pop up, it makes sense. It, it makes sense to me that a lot of them would survive, but then it's sometimes I go back to growing up in the 80s where Obi-Wan was the last <laughs> and Luke was the last. And so it's a weird, nope. it's a weird balance. It's nope. a weird balance. But yeah. I think it fits into the timeline. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe the uh, end of the video game is getting murdered by Darth Vader. That'd be fun. Yeah. I would like that. <laughs> Uh, any other thoughts uh, on this one? <laughs> no, other than, hey, we're going to be there playing. Absolutely. Hoping for lots of great voiceovers yeah. from Saw Gerrera. Uh Next up, uh, D23 convention. There was some news about that. Uh, the convention is happening August 23rd through August 25th. Friday, they, Disney said in a press release, has a panel on Disney Plus Originals, meaning probably Mandalorian discussion or maybe even content footage. And then as of right now, Saturday has a panel on upcoming Disney blockbusters. Mm -hmm. So fewer details there, but possibility that there might be something more from the rise of Skywalker. What do you what do you make? Do you expect new Mandalorian footage? I do, or, or maybe or released to the general public. Released to general public, and maybe Favreau got to finish what he what he put <laughs> up there, as he seemed like uh, uh, at the at, at the celebration. So yeah, I think that it's interesting that um, the blockbuster one. Uh, I don't know. I'm not keeping score at home. I know like DC Warner Brothers is not going to Hall H. I'm not expecting Disney to be at Hall H at San Diego. Yeah. So are they just going to be like, cool? Yeah. A month later, come out for ours, and we'll give you a big trailer or something. Yeah. New from I set, think Rise. Kevin Smith is just having a slumber party in Hall H for. <laughs> all, yeah, I don't know who who what, what the heavy hitters in Hall H are. Right. Yeah. So this would make sense that this is their opportunity to get some bigger news out. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think maybe it's a possibility of a uh, Mandalorian trailer that's going to get released to the general public. Yeah, kind of like, so what? Yeah, an official. Because we're talking it, yeah. late August to early November. And then in between, I believe Triple Force Friday, the big merch event is October 4th? Correct. Uh, around, yeah, uh, yeah. If, I looked it up, exact, but yeah. I forgot the exact date. Um, but that means like, if, mm-hmm. if Mandalorian merch is hitting the shelves, they really have to be stoking people's excitement, not just for, hey, there's some more Star Wars, but specifically Mandalorian. They, I mean, they need they need subscriptions. Yeah. I, they, they need it, and it's going to be almost annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to when uh, WWE launched WWE Network almost four or five years ago, it seems now. Guy, time flies. Yeah, it annoyed fans. It annoyed fans because they had to. It's it's all the numbers now. Yeah. So they got to get it out. And but that will be exciting. Here's the trailer. You want to see it? Six ninety nine. Yeah. I got a notification. Netflix raising my price again. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I get it, but I'm looking across the aisle at six ninety nine right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Paying more for Netflix is a lot. Leaves Netflix. That's that's yeah. hard. Uh, any other thoughts on that? Do you expect anything from the rise of Skywalker or just like I, an image, maybe a new image? Or do you think? I expect something. Yeah. yeah, I expect something. Yeah, late August. I mean, this is the dance that they have with launching mm. uh, the Mandalorian and Disney Plus in late November and giving Rise of Skywalker full marketing due as well. Right. Because we yeah. will have another trailer eventually. Right. But that might be actually... October-ish? Yeah, I would say timeline-wise that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe do the Good Morning America or Monday Night Football thing again or something yeah. that they like to do. But yeah. So something. I think something. Something. Yeah. Something's coming. I'm hoping for an image. Uh, this is just a quick 
add on to the news because it broke uh, after (laughs) I prepared this. Uh, They also announced at E3 that there's another Lego Star Wars game coming out that is the Skywalker Saga that's going to be everything, Uh, all nine of the movies that you're going to be able to play through in classic Lego Star Wars fashion. Cannot wait for that. Yeah. You excited for it? I love the Lego games. I thought they got, like, I didn't, I haven't finished the Force Awakens one yet. Okay. Got it when it came out in 2015. Um, I thought the Lego games do get more, they're more complicated than they were back in the beginning, which yeah. is understandable. Um, I love the charm of the original ones, but, and the, the first Indiana Jones Lego one's one of my favorite video games of all time. So I'm, I'm really excited though, because we didn't yeah. get one for eight. Yeah. We haven't got one for the other ones. Yeah. And that makes sense. Side of like, you know, crate in Battlefront 2, you haven't been able to like do much. Yeah. So, little, man. Little Lego Porgs. Lego Porgs. <laughs> yeah. Lego Porgs. And I mean, the way that they do the little cutscenes and jokes with everything. I mean, half of that video yeah. game is going to be about Chewie eating them Porgs. Yeah. It's going to be good old juicy comedy time. Uh, and the final bit of news is uh, something that broke on Star Wars Newsnet, a source that they have. Uh, telling them some information about exactly how Leia is being brought to the screen for Episode Nine. Uh, again, this comes from a contact uh, at one of the uh, writers over at Star Wars Newsnet, yeah. uh, and said that his contact said they were using tech to preserve Carrie Fisher's performance. So everything that you see, and one would assume here, is Carrie Fisher, but they are of. And I guess to me, this is not surprising yeah. that they are changing digitally changing the location that she's in, Mm. uh, that they are digitally changing her outfit or her hair or aging effects, Mm. uh, and that they're also using a body double for some of the shots. Right. Uh, And the other thing that uh, somebody else grabbed and uh, added to this conversation is that in that Vanity Fair photo of John Williams conducting Mm. in the picture of Leia on screen. Right somebody really closely compared that still shot of Leia to a shot from her in The Force Awakens that's actually in The Force Awakens mm. and thinks it's the same still or the same, you know, image, but changed to to have her new Episode Nine appearance. Towards the end, saying about a ray type of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a very, very similar, uh, you know, expression, lighting, yeah. all that kind of thing. Uh, so how do you feel about all this? Like, I guess for me, it's makes total sense all of it makes sense and i, I believe it is uh, it was john uh, hoey over there yes. at star wars news net uh hi john uh we uh yeah none of it's surprising but it, it's all makes sense and i'm just excited and uh it's just a marvel of technology <laughs> yeah i can't believe that i bet it would even excite george lucas oh <laughs> oh yeah sad carry's gone let's get that let's make sure uh, yeah even with that but george we know is guided by tech yeah it's really like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah and do you feel i feel like the spirit of her performance will come yeah. through because i mean this this kind of stuff is done all the time right yeah yeah, and, I mean, and it may uh, the body double, but uh, not recreating her and all, all these all the yeah. things and, and uh, stuff with Billy Lord, uh, which we knew from JJ. But you know, hey, you know, she's going to be in a scene with her, and it's going to you know, yeah, be emotional. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I, I obviously wish she was here, but man, uh, the character of Leia going on, um, it does make me. I, I try not to get too much of the context. Of course, we don't we don't want to do that, but just it, it does. Yeah, uh, I can't imagine this being throughout the entire movie, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, maybe yeah, I'm wrong. It, yeah, who knows how they construct the film? But I still do feel like it is really going to be Leia sending them on a mission. 
Yeah. And having some sense of closure to Leia's character. Mm. It makes a lot of sense to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a miracle it's happening. Yeah. So as Jennifer would say, that's the news. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer that made that up. It's <laughs> the news. That's the news. Uh, uh, great stuff. Uh, it's so weird. Some weeks it's so quiet. And this week's pretty pretty big stuff, but uh, hinting at what's to come. Uh, we're going to dive into our main topic. But before we do that, we want to recommend an audio book for you. Uh, and uh, this is, uh, this is uh, weird to say, an oldie but a, but a goodie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are recommending Before the Awakening by Greg Rucka. I always try to find a book that kind of ties into our main topic and Boy, is that one for just kind of a middle-aged reader's type book. It mm. is rich with the backstory of Ray, Finn, and Poe. Yeah. It really gives a lot of context to not only them as characters, but kind of the galaxy, the state of the galaxy right mm. before The Force Awakens. Absolutely. I remember the Poe one is, is real juicy. I'd love to yeah. reread it, compare it to a little bit of the Resistance timeline. You know, yeah. Some of those timelines are interesting. Yeah, because it's got a lot of stuff that would really yeah. tie to Kaz because Poe ha- was in the actual Republic yeah. fleet and then not so much anymore. Yeah, uh, but uh, a lot of good stuff there. So check it out, Before the Awakening by Greg Rucka. Download your free audiobook today at audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash forcecenter for your free audiobook. Um, speaking of, before we dive into the main, uh, speaking of audio stories, uh, yeah. I, I'm about maybe... 30, 40% way through Dooku Jedi Lost. Oh, nice. Have you dived? I in? have not. You and I have the files, and it's a, it's a weird new habit to form. To listen, To right? listen. Yeah. I, I got lost. There's been three occasions when I thought someone was walking behind me on the walking path that I live by, because I had the earphones in. And like, there is the walking effect, <laughs> was, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> um, and I'm not even yeah. joking. That actually happened. I, fl- I flinched. Um, but yeah, it's been, uh, can't wait to dive into that with you. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm setting aside some time, some quality time with mm-hmm. Dooku. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just me and my computer and a yeah. Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Uh, so our main topic this yeah. week is just kind of something that floated through my head that I just got real curious about and wanted to discuss is uh, the future of the sequel heroes and our main villains after episode nine. So mm-hmm. part of where this came from is uh, the episode of my own podcast, Obsessed, that's coming out this week. I mm-hmm. had uh, Meredith Loftus on. So hmm. producer over at ET yeah, uh, to talk about shipping. Uh, awesome. And yeah. she ships uh, Poe and Ray. Okay. But yeah. in our conversation, it came up like, well, we had the kind of discussion that, that you and I and Jennifer have often had of like, well, romance maybe just isn't in Ray's journey. Maybe there'll be something with Kylo, whatever, but maybe that's not what this story is about. So then we were talking about like, oh, what's Ray's story after? Like, and Finn too. Like once they win, mm-hmm. if we assume they're going to win, What's next for them? And are we ever going to hear those stories? Do we want to hear those stories? Do we want to see them settle down and get married? Do we want to see their next challenge? So there's that sort of uh, what do we want to see? And then there's just reflecting on in 1983 when mm. Return of the Jedi ended. Right. Maybe they'd make another movie someday. Who knows? Whatever. Yeah, right. But now we're living in a world where anything can come back in any time breaking bad ends. And just a couple of years later, the creator's just like, I forgot to tell you exactly what happened to Jesse. Yeah. I'll make a one-off movie right. or, Oh uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, Jean-Luc Picard, he, he's, he's, no, we're not bringing next generation back. No, 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 none of you are coming back, but him. Yes. He's got his yeah. own solo show on a streaming. And like, and we're in this place where, you know, two years from now you buy a toaster, it's gonna come with its own streaming service. And it's gotta have <laughs> it's gotta have exclusive content. If you're gonna buy a Disney Finn toaster, it's gonna come <laughs> with exclusive Finn like you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. So there's the creative 
Right. And then there's the reality of the marketplace we live in, which just made me really curious to, to talk through what might be next. Love that. Love that. And Meredith Loftus, check out that. That's coming out this week? Yeah, she's, yeah. She's great. She's great. Uh, big Star Wars fan. So that's awesome. Yeah. I think this is great. This is a Force Center, uh, Force Center made topic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So um, I just want to start with the how much, if any, do you think we are going to see storytelling after the events of Episode Nine? I think I think it will come a little bit later. Later could be three to five years, and, yeah. and maybe maybe they want to give a little bit of time to 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 rest. But I think I think it, it it'd be so hard. Not even like let's not say it's Disney Lucasfilm, but ju- let's just say as a a content creator or writer or a director or, or, or an author, you have these characters of Ray, Finn, and Poe, even Kylo. But you know who knows what happens. Yeah. But let's just say Ray. You 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 know there's people that want to write more of her story. Absolutely, yeah. And I think after time it will make sense to do it. Yeah, you know whether or not we see movies, we'll talk about it. But like, yeah, just something. Yeah, can't be done. Yeah, I kind of feel like yeah. There, there's also this tension where they do want to push into the new, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think we're heading to really new places in those movies come 2022. Yeah, but I feel like. Pretty soon after episode nine is released, I think we're going to get some more books, some more comics now that we Mm kind of know the whole sequel story. So now we can play a little bit more. Absolutely. And then I think even if it takes 10 years, 20 years, Star Wars is such a generational tale. Mm -hmm. Unless episode nine is a really shocking bummer where everybody dies. (laughs) I feel like eventually, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people are going to have the same experience that we had with Han and Luke and Leia of like, I can't believe we're seeing... Right. Finn and Poe on screen again, 15 years later, you know? Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's such a generational story. Unless something changes massively in our culture, Yeah, why wouldn't we catch up with these heroes when they're older? It just, just makes sense. Yeah. Just with where we're at now. I couldn't have imagined that in 83. No. Definitely now. But now you have 83 to reflect on, too. And yeah. now we have all those, like, oh, man, it's kind of, oh, wouldn't it have been great if in the you know late 90s, Mm-hmm. They, you know, told the story of, you know, Luke with his Jedi school and young Ben. So like, yeah, yeah. So so now that's hanging out there of a possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of death, <laughs> uh, I just want to think about who we think will survive to have stories after episode nine. So you want to lay down some odds? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I want to do a Deadpool. <laughs> uh, we got Ray. We got Finn, Poe, Hux. Kylo slash Ben, you got Rose, Snap Wexley. Uh, I am clinging to the personal desire that Phasma is alive. Who do you think is going to be left standing? The the easiest bet is uh, is you know oh you know what I'm going to say I think the easiest bet is um, Poe and Finn for staying alive, for staying alive. Ray, right there. Only say as I started to utter, utter the words, they wouldn't yeah kill off Ray in any way, shape, or form. But kill off versus something happens to the character, uh, and with the force around and becoming one with the, you know, oh, who yeah. knows? I don't think so. Right. But, mm. but I still I think even though there's a great war coming, uh, and Finn and Poe are warriors and, and warriors die, I just don't think you take you don't take them out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think that is a st- storytelling choice like we go back to how much Harrison Ford wanted to die as Han Solo because he thought his arc is completed and it shows the cost of war and George Lucas wanted it to be a happy 
Right. You listen to George Lucas, he wanted it to be a happier story. You listen to some critics, like, didn't right. want to kill off franchise possibilities, didn't want to kill off the future or action figure sales, right. if you listen to, to uh, some opinions. Yeah. But those things are still both in play of mm-hmm. what kind of story do you want, and do you want to cut off any possibility of future storytelling? So do you feel like from mm. both those perspectives, our main heroes are safe? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Business-wise, yes, and then just story-wise. Uh, JJ's promising some some crazy stuff. For God, you know, hey, I'm going to take the gloves off and do whatever the F by one, everything. Yeah, yeah. I just can't <laughs> see that happening. Yeah, yeah I'm going to kill Poe Dameron. Yeah, yeah I, I just oof. don't think that. Yeah. I would accept it if it was really just beautiful and it felt like yes. inevitable. It felt like, yep, that had to be done kind of thing. Uh, Absolutely. Might, might be interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you think Hux is dead? I think Hux is gone. <laughs> Damn and, it. And uh, what, what is it? Uh, Admiral Pride? General Pride? Oh, Allegiant General Allegiant General Pride. Allegiant General Pride. Yeah. You think they're all, all the baddies? Are Down dead. in a blaze of glory. Okay. Uh, all right. right. Let's. I mm-hmm. think this is... The mm-hmm. most controversial, Kylo, Ren, Ben Solo. I am. Uh, it's my pick to click of the week. Uh, dead, <laughs> dead, dead. Oh wow! You yeah. think so, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, the dark side is clouding my ability to see the future on this one because I want him to live. I actually do too. I just think he's dead. You just don't think they're going to go that way. You, do you think they're going to go sacrifice, noble sacrifice? Uh, uh, yeah, that that makes some sense. But uh, yeah, trip and accidentally There's impale a, himself on his so, own lightsaber. It, and we've had these discussions. I just can't choose a side yet. I don't. I, here's the thing: we don't have to. We yeah. get to watch the movie and figure <laughs> it out. We don't have to decide. We don't have to decide. But like, if I was a, if I was sitting with J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio, I would. They'd kick me out because I'd be like, kill him, kill him, kill him. Ah, oh, keep him alive. <laughs> yeah, kill him. Uh, I'd love to have more with the character. That's part of today's conversation. Yeah. I'd love to have more with the character. I just don't think, I don't think it works. I mean, I can't even say that. Yeah. Uh, I'm backtracking, but he's dead. Out of all these characters, the one that I feel certain will die is Hux. I don't, that's That's, so cruel, but it just seems like he has got (laughs) a, uh, a, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, Admiral Piet fate coming toward him of exploding in a horrific mechanical creation of his own making. Absolutely. Uh, Then Mm -hmm. I got Snap Wexley dying. Dying? (laughs) You think he kills Grunberg? Maybe. Maybe. Abrams is like, they probably like, here's a hoot. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Well, because I just don't feel like they would kill uh, Rose. I don't think they'd kill Poe, Finn. I don't think Ray would ever die. I can see Mm -hmm. Ray being like, my spirit is going to stay in this temple to guard right. it forever or whatever. Uh, right. I don't think that will literally happen, but something like you were saying, magical forcey, yeah. but I don't think she dies. Yeah. Um, so that leaves to me the possibility if you want to tell, tell a slightly more real story mm-hmm. that there's got to be more sacrifice to have a, a name, a face. Okay. That makes sense. hundred percent. The, you know, it's not going to be clawed, uh, crushing <laughs> snap. Yeah. That makes some sense. Even if the, you know, I don't think Jess Pava's coming back. Yeah. I haven't seen Jessica Hen- Henswick uh, cast at all. Who knows? I wish she would come back. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that makes some sense. Yeah. That there's going to be some, quote unquote, the cost of victory type of, yeah. type of scenario. And then, uh, you know, JJ calls over Greg and says, hey, buddy. Hey, it's you. I got an amazing death scene <laughs> for you, Greg. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, uh, you know, Kylo is so hard because I like the idea that he does return to the light, but he mm. has to live and mm. work through it. And like, that's an interesting twist on what happened with Vader. Yeah. Where Vader, you know, went through his redemption, but mm. then got out of it without ever having to have a face to face conversation with his daughter. Yeah. About what he put her through. Um, and having Kylo mm. have to be like, I have to live with this seems like a really interesting twist to me. He ends up going to Dagobah. Yeah, Dagobah. Uh, yeah, my wife likes Octo. My wife's like, dump uh, him on Octo. I think that's good idea. <laughs> Have the caretakers yeah. just like stand there and shake their heads at him. <laughs> the last mm. shot of mm. uh, episode nine is Kylo on the on the cliff of Octo. It's yeah. Like, All right, he's at home. Just caretakers and porgs yeah. staring at him yeah. balefully. Uh, would you be interested mm-hmm. as a fan in a Disney Plus TV series centered on any of these main characters. Absolutely. Yeah. Give me Poe. You want Poe? Yeah. Okay. What? Uh, why Poe? I think if... Why Poe? <laughs> why Poe? I think if post nine, uh, you know, let's just say it's the end. So the end of the Skywalker saga and uh, or the wrap up of Jedi versus Sith, which we know can go on forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Um, one thing that will remain will be some sort of government, which usually has either some sort of military or the debate of how much military we've seen with Mon Mothma. Poe just seems to fit right into that. And you give me like a little rogue squadron, uh, well, black squadron from his cartoon series, oh, yeah. or cartoon series from his uh, uh, comic book series. Ooh. I could, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely up for it because uh, mm-hmm. I like this era. And I think the fact that we've got a Galaxy's Edge in both Disney parks that is going to be in this general era for a while. Like right. I think they've suggested that they could change it to a different era, mm-hmm. but for now, um, I would be really interested in a Phasma series, uh, because okay. it would be able to build on what's in the books, what's in the comics, which there wasn't room for on the screen. Mm-hmm. Just get that helmet off and you give something juicy to Gwendolyn Christie. And she's just an interesting character. Who's just like, if the first order is, you know, presumably mm-hmm. defeated, yeah, and she is still like, I am a survivor, and I still want, you know, to be a warrior. Right? How do I make my way in this galaxy? That seems like a juicy story that kind of gets you away from the main story while still being really connected to a a super recognizable uh, face. It's a great pick. Yeah, it's a great pick. I was just wondering too if they could do it. Even said it before. Uh, which, yeah. again, I love that she shows up in Resistance. I think it, it makes sense to have that character there. Yeah, just to see Gwendolyn and Christy. Yeah, I mean, it's always a win. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Which character do you think has the most story to tell? I, 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 I don't, it's Kylo to me. Yeah? It's the one I want to <laughs> know. If he's that, alive. If he's alive, post, uh, you know, or if it's just him sitting on there. Ray's got a lot, and a lot of it's mystery uh, that might be revealed, might not be revealed. Yeah. Um, but Kylo's, I want stuff before. I want I want a little side novel of him getting the news that Vader's his grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want a little bit of that. I want the conversations with Snoke, uh, you know, all those things. And then after, if he were to survive and carrying this weight like you describe it, yeah. uh, I think that'd be the most interesting thing. What you said is, I really like what you said of like, we got a it's a, some Star Wars poetry with the Vader story, but all right, let's do a little different. He survives and has to come to terms and deal and yeah, ask for forgiveness or something, whatever. Yeah, 
And it, yeah, is it, uh, you know, you could catch up with him. You know, he's been marooned right, for five years. Maybe he's got a beacon where he's like, hey, if I mm. really need something, it's it's a merciful imprisonment kind of thing. Right. Uh, but like maybe he's, he's been there for a while and he feels he's ready to go back out in the galaxy and try to do some good. How interesting would that be? See, but that's, 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 that's interesting. To yeah. Me. It's because of the character and it is all credit to Adam driver. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the way was probably the, of all these actors, the least likely to come back and do a Star Wars. My next question, we're going to talk yes. about that. Cause I can almost feel people crying out in pain listening <laughs> to this going, they're not going to do that. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in just yes. a second. Uh, in fact, in yeah. that uh, general world, uh, I think the character to me who has the most to tell is Ray, mm. because could be wrong, but I'm feeling from the trailer we got that this is very much about episode nine is very much about like, I am the last Jedi. I need to help my friends fight this war. Mm. I need to take down the first order. And then I'll get to that whole Jedi training thing. Mm. of training other mm-hmm. Jedi. And then I'll get to how am I going to do it yeah. different in what is, after I've read all of the history of the Jedi, what's my view of the balance of the Force? What is my view of how this power should be used? How am I going to pass that on? Mm. That stuff is incredibly rich and fascinating to me. Yeah. And also, if we do end up with um, a Raylo story of like, it's about their intimate connection, but it's not about the character of Ray going like, do I want to get married? Right. Do I want to have kids? If there's not room for that in episode nine yeah there's really room to tell like that part of this character's story and i know some people just don't want that don't but, yeah yeah that's fine. um but i just feel like there's so much to tell i'd be really interested because it's not just about ray it's also about what's next for this vision of the future when it comes to the jedi and where the jedi fall into place and in a new you know does she have feelings on what happened during the the Republic era of them yeah. becoming warriors for a chance? You know, what what is she, if she's the torchbearer of a new Jedi Order? Yeah. What does she want to do with it? Or is it just really like there shouldn't be schools if somebody right. is force sensitive? You know, they, they know where to find me and I will help them. And it's mm. a, is is it a much more like, hey, we've uh, defeated this ultimate evil and the galaxy is in balance and. Right. All that kind of stuff. Uh, mm. Yeah, so let, let's get mm. into the 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 real question, though, of if any of these actors would do anything remotely soon. Now, Daisy Ridley at one point had said, hey, I'm done. I'm done, yeah. I mean, but, but uh, that has been said by many actors <laughs> many times. Uh, Daniel Craig's uh, famous would rather slit his wrist than play James Bond again. Right. Uh, and instead of slitting his wrists, he, <laughs> he <laughs> twisted his ankle or whatever <laughs> on the set of Bond 25. Uh, and, and, you know, Years may go by, but in terms of like within the next five years, can you see who can you see of the main cast being willing to do this? I don't think Adam Driver. I think he's just too much of like a a very curious actor who wants to get onto other things. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. That's we're not saying a negative way at all. He's no, no, very, very serious. I don't. He, he's not necessarily. He's. I've read that interview where he's like, I'm not too serious. He's just very (laughs) intense and very focused and a great performer. Wants to challenge himself. Yeah. Um. Not that I think continuing with Kylo in some way would challenge it. Uh. Him and him and Ray right now. Yeah. I think. I mean, don't forget Oscar. We're not forgetting, but Oscar Isaac is is one of the more you know, known star, up and coming stars right now. Absolutely. Some big, big properties. I think Boyega, um, John Boyega is the most passionate Star Wars fan of this bunch. Yeah. And I don't, you know, if you were like, you want to still play in this universe, you sign me up, show me where. I can see Finn and Friends, if it's uh, Rose, if it's Jana, whatever happens with that. I can see 
something that is much, if the galaxy is, you know, in decent shape, you know, mm-hmm. pose either a actual government or military leader or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, still an ace pilot. Right. And Finn is like, well, I freed myself from the First Order. I freed myself from this war. Uh, now what? Mm-hmm. You know, and you could, I can see him just going out and almost not being a scoundrel, mm-hmm. but just getting a ship and having adventures with some friends. I mean, watching Boyega describe Finn at the celebration of yeah. uh, single, ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> Happy with his new blue pants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll see what happens with uh, Naomi Aki's character, you know, yeah. if there's anything there. Or, you know, let's not forget Rose. Rose might have something to say with it. Yeah, absolutely. But just Boyega seems to be the one that's just, like, still, like, yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, Love he's this. still in it. Yeah, yeah. and may, that there's maybe more he wants to do with the character. Yeah. I wouldn't count Oscar Isaac out either because he does totally. he i mean he's a busy actor who does lots of various different projects mm-hmm. but he doesn't uh seem to have that like i'm afraid of being typecast right because i think he's he's already done so many different things yeah uh and adam driver's in that spot now uh daisy's just getting there i think but he's already yeah 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 absolutely uh so yeah i think our, our possibilities are limited i think gwendolyn christie might Oh, totally. Yeah, do a Phasma thing. Yeah, totally, totally. Cause, also, uh, Phasma, I know, might just be dead. This is just my yes. hopes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is me speaking out of uh, deep desire and longing. Which is fine. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the state of the galaxy is going to be after mm. episode nine? Do you think it is going to be that sort of bittersweet, the, the galaxy is in bad shape, but we have hope for the future? Or do you think it is going to be a little bit more like, after all these years, we truly defeated this big evil, and, and the, the galaxy is different now. And, and an end credit scene with a new villain rising, right? <laughs> uh, um, I want there to be wrap-up, uh, I, I want there to be a, a satisfying conclusion for our characters we love. Yeah. But I think you have to be mindful of you know, what might still happen, yeah. not knowing the future. Of Disney, Lucasfilm, talking business-wise. Yeah. George gave us that happy ending. It's all wrapped up. And we grew up with uh, <laughs> Yub Nub and uh, the good guys won, right? And, yeah. and that's the thing. And I do I do want that. But I don't know how you could get to that point. But knowing, leaving some story to tell. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm talking very outside of the actual story bubble. But as far as the story bubble, yeah, yeah. The decisive victory of the First Order. Um, some the, the we, Decisive something with Kylo. Uh, but we just know that they have to pick up the pieces. Yeah. 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 And I want to know that still happens. Yeah. And I th- I think we will get uh, a, a satisfying conclusion uh, mm-hmm. of the characters and of the Skywalker, right? you know, line, uh, be that blood or be that by, you know, tradition or mantle. Um, but I do think there is that question of, is it like we did it, there's balance? Or is it more like the lesson of the sequel trilogy is going to be, you can have you fight for peace and then you have peace for a while and then there will be problems and you always have to be ready to face them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think episode nine is going to really have a choice to make about how it presents that. Uh, yeah. Because if it, if it presents, is the moral of this story is every generation is going to have to fight again. It's not just that your generation had to pick up the pieces right. from the Clone Wars and from the Galactic Civil Wars, that every generation is going to do that. That sets you off in a different kind of storytelling trajectory. Mm-hmm. If we don't expect everything to be perfect. Right. And there's also uh, what Abrams was saying in that great article in Vanity Fair about 
the Galactic Civil War was was there to reinstitute the Republic. Mm-hmm. And this is, has a little bit more open space of like, okay, we defeated the First Order. There's no government. Right. Let's start mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. and just say entirely, what's, uh, what are, what's our society? What are our rules? You're so right. Um, I'm very curious to see where when we pick up what kind of control the First Order has and how thorough that control is. Yeah. Uh, so we, in you know, Galactus of War, we got 20 years of, of Palpatine's uh, regime there, but, like, all right, it's a year, right? We're going with this year, yeah. basically. It, like, yeah, we know the, you know, kind of martial law. They were grabbing. They weren't in control, but they were grabbing. That's why they were racing out to the car to finish the resistance and Snoke's deploying, you know, troops everywhere. So what did that take in any way, shape, or yeah. form? Yeah, and and the idea what Ryan was putting out there with with Tamari Black and, and the legend Luke Skywalker, like, hey, you're, the resistance is going to have to come from grassroots. Yeah, you know, we we are all the resistance because the resistance is on the Falcon. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I think once once we know that picture, and hopefully it comes early on in the movie, you know, is there a capital planet? Uh, is there you know? Yeah. I guess, Snoke didn't like to sit down on a planet, Starkiller base. Uh, <laughs> it messes count. up his robe, yeah. Yeah. Um, planets. And then it might feel, you know, because what you're talking about, then yeah, you, then you have to, all right, cool, we defeat the First Order. Who wants to run for city council? Yeah, or should there even be a should city there, yeah. council? Do we need, yeah, uh, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, I'm interested in that. I'm interested in, in, because Abram said it pretty explicitly, that idea of this is a totally new future in front of us. And I feel like episode nine is going to end at least a little bit with that feeling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, going back to a thing that you'd brought up this episode, we've discussed a lot mm-hmm. in 83. It was kind of the ending of a, uh, and they live happily ever after. Yeah. Uh, the, they are heroes and the Ewoks partied till dawn and then a bright new day. And then uh, what we have in canon storytelling is that for many years, there was overall sort of cosmic balance in the force. Mm-hmm. But as we're going to learn in Mandalorian, they're, the New Republic couldn't get set up fast enough, and there's poverty, and that breeds crime, and all of the bits of the Empire. Uh, so, you know, we, we head into this world post-Return of the Jedi where there's mm-hmm. more realistic real-world conflict. Yeah. My question is, after Episode Nine ends, do you want the possibility of that more fantasy and they lived happily ever after? Or do you want to have more stories? Because stories mean conflict. So if you're going to tell a, another adventure with any of these heroes, it means that there's got to be slightly higher stakes, unless you just want to go crazy and, like, it's a rom-com of Finn dating <laughs> set in Star Wars. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want... Go with me here. I'm thinking aloud. You know, the there's an absence, uh, there's a vacuum of power just talking about government. First yeah. Order's gone. Ray, you know, d- destroyed the Sith. Palpatine is killed 13 times over. Whatever you got there. <laughs> um, the Death Star 2 is now a museum. Um, the idea of, we just saw it a little bit in Game of Thrones, uh, the long night is over. Now we have to fight ourselves because yeah. we are creatures of bad habits. And, and if there is a vacuum of power and now there is a, not just base level political, you know, I'm going to run for office, but like a, an actual... War for the throne. I'm just going to say throne. Yeah. To, to, you know what I mean? Not, not that it uh, is that, but you know I, that could that could be an interesting string of conflicts. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily have to do with 
dark and light powers, but that would factor in. Ray yeah. might have a theory or two about how to do this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But again, that's 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 a lot of stuff. So I don't. That's not going to happen for yeah five years. Five five years now, we might get the novel of the uh, the government wars. Yeah. <laughs> but even on just like a smaller scale, imagine, you know, you got your Poe series where he's he's back out mm-hmm. in, in his X-Wing. He's leading a squadron. Yeah. There's got to be problems, right? Gotta there has be to be problems. conflict. And are, are you okay with the conflict yeah. continuing? Yep. Okay. Even on a small scale, that standby pirates. Yeah. We always get pirates. <laughs> yeah, we've got pirates for conflict anytime you need it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, like, the, uh, I like the reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's okay with me. So we've been talking mostly about screen stuff, uh, some with actors who probably aren't up for it right now, mm-hmm. but you never know. But if we did get more stories like this, but not in screen form, what form are you excited for? Do you want books, comic books, video games, uh, audio dramas, to hear more people walking up behind you? <laughs> uh, I want, I, yeah, good juicy books. Yeah. I mean, I'm a reader. I uh, love it. I love curling up and reading a book. Um yeah, I think, uh, and 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 I saw I saw some, gosh I saw some people on Twitter the other day in the Star Wars sphere. I wish I could give them credit. Um, who it was? But they were just like, I like that the oh, it was that guy uh, you, you, Yahoo producer Adam Ling Garcia, I believe his name. Okay, and he was saying, yeah, I'd I'd really love the new canon novels because there's they're not all necessarily giant epic stories. There's a lot of times you can go to the character level. Yeah, and so in this post nine world, we're kind of talking about be able to go into the character level on some of these main characters which we've yet to really see in novel outside the novelizations of the movies yeah I'd, I'd like that yeah you look at something like um well a lot of the ya ones but in particular like ahsoka mm-hmm. which was in kind of a, a a a place where more canon could be developed right um but only within uh, limitations and it is a lot just about like how does ahsoka adjust to this reality mm-hmm. and imagine like a finn novel where like that's what's at stake is who does Finn want to be now? And of course you actually have external adventure in for right, him to yeah. figure that out, but that's what's at stake is who do I want to be now that I can be whoever I am? Yeah. You know, that would be really interesting to me. Yeah. I would love that. Uh, but yeah, I, I think comics would be fun. I'd be happy to play video games or mm-hmm. hear more audio dramas, but I'm with you. I think books is where I like getting that big, chunky experience. It, it, it Am I wrong? And this is, I'm probably describing wrong, but with the novels, it just, if it's not a movie or a TV show, obviously we know that's those those are big possibilities now. Um, but more than video games and comics, the books kind of I take it more serious. If that means if I'm saying it right, yeah, I love the comics. You know, I love the video games. But if like in a book, it's like almost like it's official. Not even just canon, but just like the book says it so. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just it, the the books go so can go so into uh, mm. the larger dynamics so you get the real interpersonal of like wow you really got to know leia in leia princes of alderaan but you also really got to know exactly how moff tarkin worked exactly how the early rebellion worked what was at stake for that it just i think it lets you play on lots of different dynamic levels yes and that's what really excites me about the books absolutely uh so there are also other characters we mentioned uh who do have more backstory to see so this is not about looking forward in the narrative, but looking backward with new stories. So you got Maz, of course, who's been mm-hmm. alive for a while. You got Holdo, who's, uh, I, I don't believe, survived the Holdo maneuver. No. <laughs> uh, are you interested in looking backward? Would If they announced, like, yep, 2021, mm-hmm. here's a slate of books that's all sequel 
related, but it's all looking backward. Absolutely. I, I, I really, really want this. Uh, Maz, like with Maz, I don't necessarily need a Maz story, but a Tales of Maz Kanata's Castle series of books yeah. where she, because I love in the Forces of Destiny specials where she, that's, that character works so well like that. Yeah. I've been around a thousand years. I can tell you all these stories. I, I would like to know a little bit more of that. Holdo, yeah, I want, uh, there's a lot of those, uh, the characters, a lot of new canon characters that have been introduced that because they're created now uh, and not in George's uh, scratch pad years ago, they're in the little margins. So where was Holdo, you know, from the time she knew Leia at 16 to now? Yeah. Um, uh, Evan Verlaine pops up in my head a lot, the, the Y-Wing pilot. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, like, because she is a bloodline. One of the one of the books, I think it's bloodline, she pops up again. Yeah. Like, by me. So where was she? Like, I, I could have those stories all day. Yeah. All day. <laughs> and everyone, oh, they're mining no former terror. I just, and I want more. I want yeah. the, the Journal of Piet. I want the, you know, where Veers went after. <laughs> uh, I, I want all of that. Yeah, yeah, I want Senator Noor Jabel, yeah. who was a, a weasel before uh, the uh, Galactic Civil War even started and was still being a weasel yeah. in the era of the New Republic. <laughs> you, should, you should write a book of, like, his like number one assistant taking notes at all his meetings. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy who's just like Norton is worried about getting reelected, so he will not support this bill. He won't even comment on it one way or another. Norge Bell, definitely. I mean, Maz's castle is a gimme, and they've played with it in different ways. But it yeah. would be great to see something kind of uh, nice and, and juicy with that. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I would love a, a book called Battle of Chiron Belt. And just like, yeah, what is that? Who was Holdo in mm-hmm. in those years? You know. Totally. Definitely uh, would be excited for stuff like that. Uh, you also mentioned this, and I really want to dig into this. I think even more likely than anything moving forward in in time is uh, books or comics or other kinds of storytelling forms uh, that address ideas from the sequel trilogy that maybe aren't entirely fleshed out in the films. Mm-hmm. Got episode nine to go. We'll see. But I think kind of the, some of the big ones is, of course, Snoke and the sort of final formation of the First Order is it solidified into what we see in the films. Right. Got Ray's backstory. We don't know how much of that will be told in Episode Nine, but again, there's storytelling in movies versus how deep you can go in a, into a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Luke's Jedi School in general, and of course, Ben Solo's Fall. So some of this kind of overlap, maybe. Yes. But they could all, I could also see them being like, here's a big book called Snoke, and it's about his backstory and then it's like when he's like oh nice first order i'll take that which is my uh headcanon of what he did of like oh nice little military operation you've built here brendel and ray sloan Uh, yeah i'll just take that thanks bye i gosh that 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 part in the last jedi novel of him just kind of no one no one expected me it's so great yeah uh everything you gosh these are all great points because and i was laughing a little bit because when you said luke's jedi skull i just pictured like some weird uh, VHS era ad of hi, my <laughs> name is Luke Skywalker. Do you want to learn the Force? Call one nine hundred Force me. No, wait, that's terrible. There is so much yet to to learn about Luke. Yeah. Just Luke. Yeah, the post Jedi and the tastes we get. I love the 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 Battlefront two scene with Del Mico, the Shattered Empire comic series. The, the stuff we have gotten with Luke is is just so good. Uh, even some of the Legends of Luke Skywalker stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. As crazy as some of that was, uh, wild. Uh, there's some interesting stuff in there. So that, and then, yeah, Ben, ben Solis, Fall, Snoke, and, and definitely the unknown, uh, the unknown, Snoke and the Unknown Regions. Great band, by the <laughs> way. But um, 
And uh, you know, we 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 love Ray Sloan as a as a brand here at Force Center. So yeah. we, we're all for that. Uh, there's so much there. I just I hope they don't back off of it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, not even talking about specifically Last Jedi backlash, but just like if there's some kind of mandate, we must move forward or into new territories. Yeah. Makes sense in the movies. Yeah. But again, all day long, I could read this. Yeah. Which which of these stories are you most excited for? If they just announced, like, yep, we're after episode nine, mm-hmm. this book is going to come out that's going to address one of these ideas more concretely. Mm. Which, what are you most excited for? What do you think is kind of, uh, for, for Star Wars canon junkies, mm. the most vital? Mm. Ooh, flip of a coin. <laughs> I'm looking at a lot of Luke's journey, but I, 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 I am interested in, in Snoke in the First Order. Yeah, I think that is in some ways the thing that makes the most sense because we know how Snoke ends, assuming he doesn't come back in episode nine. Sure. Um, So there's a story to be told there, but it doesn't feel like it's going to affect anything moving forward. It feels very like a very essential and also safe story to tell. Mm -hmm. I think in my heart of hearts, I'm most interested in Luke's Jedi school and and just getting to fully, I feel like I mm. understand Ben Solo's fall, but I would like to see it play out in detail. Yeah. Um, but with that, there's a part of me who's like, yes, give me that book. Give me the yeah. fall of Ben Solo. But then there's like, well, if they're going to start playing with audio dramas. Oh, yeah. If you could get Mark Hamill and Adam Driver to do, you know, mm. a, an audio drama of, you know, Ben's Ben's teaching, get a picture of Luke's school and you know the fall, yeah. Ugh. Uh, yeah, Heaven. I yeah, and and I wonder if uh, that wouldn't you know I don't know, but I I wonder if that would intrigue Adam Driver enough, you know, because he because because it seems like he would be like, oh, that's a different take. Yeah, it's a different take, and yeah. it's it's nowhere near as time consuming. Yeah, you yeah. know, it, you you come in and you record it. I mean, it's it's not uh, you're still working, yeah, but amazing. you know. But you can, mm. and again, like uh, we'll see how how Dooku goes over. But there's so much room in Star Wars for audio drama. I think about yeah. those Doctor Who audios all yeah. the time, and just they got they got John Hurt to do audio dramas for a while yeah. as the War Doctor, as this weird in between Doctor Doctor. Mm. Anybody who touches that show eventually goes, eh, sure, I'll record five <laughs> seasons of adventures in audio form. So I feel like at some point Star Wars might go, yeah, that's really. It's yeah. really a good place to to explore things where Adam Driver's not going to say, mm-hmm. I want to do a three-season, ten-episode-each Disney Plus streaming service, right. but a week of audio recording? All right. And and, and, and what intrigues me, it, it being, again, I think there's 30 chapters or 30 uh, different uh, parts of this uh, Dooku book, and I'm, I'm literally on nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, the difference between audio book and what I keep saying audio story is you can feel these scenes to where I was walking along this morning going, I, I could see this on screen. Yeah. And it feels so the storytelling feels different to me. Yeah. Than just, and audio books are great. That's not a, a slide. And Mark Thompson does great. I know people love them, but I, I just, it, you f- it feels more, it's written more like a, like a scene. Yeah. And, it, and I think it could work. With yeah. What you're describing. Theater of the mind. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible that any of these stories that we're talking about, uh, filling in in backstory, could be the mysterious Project Luminous publishing adventure that we've heard about? 
I, I'm, I'm thinking more and more. And our friend Van William, friend of the show, he's we've been talking. We, I just really think Project Luminous is something with uh, Empire Strikes Back. Okay, I just now to the point where it's clouded my judgment. <laughs> but <laughs> that it's does make sense possible. though with uh, with the anniversary year, it's, right? It's timed up that and, and Luminous being really associated with Yoda in, in that movie. But but I don't know. I do not know, and and. It's possible. What do you... I think that's great. I'm sure we can talk more about uh, that, but do you... Or Van, <laughs> since yeah, he's not we'll here. Break, you, can we'll answer, break, yeah. you can answer for Van. We'll uh, do you have theories about what it... How it would relate to Empire? I don't know. I think it could be similar to the... From a certain point of view, but with... We, we know there's maybe less authors, right? I mean, not all have been announced. Yeah. I can't remember from a certain point of view. They announced them differently, but... but um, the five, oh, it's about five, right? Kevin yeah. Scott, Cloudy Gray. Like maybe there's just some real concentrated stuff on Empire. Looking back on Empire, not necessarily just here's a Veer story and here's a Wampa story, okay. and this and that. But but something. Related. But maybe even more like here's the we're going to release two different comic series and three novels, and they're all you know from deep deep perspectives of Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Yeah, poss- possibly. But then again, the the list of authors all seem to be very force sensitive authors. Force sensitive authors, yeah. but also. Uh, Lando sensitive authors, yeah. So that's that's intriguing that's right. too. Because Daniel Jose Older is in, right. in the list, I believe. Yeah, yeah, no, he was. Yeah, yeah then they put a tweet out, a nice little picture. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just uh, Van Van and I talk about what 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 the year twenty twenty uh, obviously connects with the anniversary. But remember when they they from a certain point of view was teased in a weird way. You're too. right. You're right. It was, and they haven't just straight up announced like, hey, we're going to do from a certain point of view again. Mm-hmm. But with Empire, because then it does start to get into like, oh, are we just going to do that for every movie? Right, right. Um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's just a theory. Yeah, I, I think that's a really solid theory, and that I think also just uh, really informs our main topic because it mm-hmm. makes me feel like at least in terms of books, mm-hmm. they are going to let the sequel trilogy sit, sit for, for because Project Luminous seems like it's maybe going to take up a lot of the oxygen. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe we'll get a random a random uh, Tales from Maz's Castle book as well. Uh, if you could pick just one sequel era character to get more stories about in any form, in any way, at any time, now or in the deep future, who would you pick? On Is this mostly thinking on screen or just all media? If it, th- I'm, this is all just kind. total nerd, nerd fantasy. If you could just say, I am for sure going to get more. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, all, I'm never going to stop campaigning for Ray Sloan, but... I, in looking at uh, kind of the bigger picture, Sloane is part of another story. She's her own character with her own story, but she's part of the Snope yeah. line in First Order. I I, I would look, I actually would look, can I say Luke Skywalker? Uh, <laughs> He's you know, a big part of the sequel trilogy. A big part yeah. of it. I, I want more there, but I, I will go with Kylo Ren. Uh, Kylo Ren. Okay. Yeah. I see they have a thing for Kylo today. <laughs> you got a little a little <laughs> Kylo Ken as uh, you're... Uh, as I've known in other parts. Yeah, of you're really investing in that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, darkness rises and light to meet it. I will say Ray, A perfect. Answer. Because she does just represent the future of the Jedi and I think such a, a, a great story of somebody coming to the world and figuring out who they want to be. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's going to be the story of the sequel trilogy. And then I would just love to see now that you are who you are, now that you feel yeah. comfortable in your power, what do you do with it? And yep, episode nine is going to be that up to a point, but I want to know what's next for Ray. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's and fast. then just to hang out with Poe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have a different pick than Kylo to hang out with? I mean, I'd want to hang out with Poe. Yeah, Finn too. Yeah, yeah, 
Rose, all those guys, uh, all those uh, folks. But uh, BB-8, let's, uh, I love yeah, hang out. I love to hang out with BB-8. Absolutely, I did not mean to leave BB-8. Yeah, yeah that's true. Off DL, the list. we don't yeah. know. The, Claude's, Claude's Claude's a leading contender. Look, the BB-8 and Claude show yeah. that's coming to Disney Plus. <laughs> Scoop. Like, like a Claude, like the Muppet show back in the seventies. I wanted to get the Claude show. This is the Claude show. Um, I'd like that, but yeah, Kylo. Nice. BB-8 comes rolling along with a hook and pulls yeah. him off stage. Yep, got a little Waka Muppet show Waka. going on. There you go. That is going to be the future of Star Wars storytelling. We will revisit this after Episode Nine comes out and figure out how deeply mm-hmm. incorrect we are. Which I always say, I kind of hope we are, because if uh, we start predicting it too correctly, then uh, stories aren't as entertaining. I think that's just me. Um, yeah, great stuff. A lot to think about, even during the show. Uh, Joseph, as you're talking and leading us through this, like it's like, yeah, there's there's a lot to play with if they choose to. Yeah. Uh, where George didn't think he would yeah. or want to. So, different ending. Uh, that is uh, our main topic, but we'd love to hear from you all, and we got some audience questions right now. So we'll start with Logan Millsap, who writes, It's 2 a.m., but I suddenly need to know, did Count Dooku ever have to carry Yoda around on his back the same way Luke did? Is that why Dooku left the Jedi <laughs> Order? Uh, I'll start with you. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, yeah, I think that was a standard move on Yoda's part because I think uh, being strapped to uh, a Padawan's back it, it makes the Padawan learn patience, right? You yes. just l- have that little voice whispering mm-hmm. in your ear. That's going to teach you patience. I am now thinking of the Seagulls uh, parody lip reading uh, video. <laughs> jump, jump, I can be a backpack on. Um <laughs> The reason I'm, I'm snickering a little bit is I am literally, as of this morning, and if anyone's listened to the Dooku audio story and maybe you're screaming at your uh, podcast device now because you know the answer, I am at the point where where uh, Yoda chooses him Ooh. as a Padawan. So the answer could be in the very next chapter, oh, okay. tomorrow on my morning walk. Yeah, okay, uh, the next one is... I will become... <laughs> the backpack of Dooku. <laughs> I, think, uh, I, think, I think it does make sense, though. <laughs> the fact that, that look at this the fact that Yoda over you know all these hundred years old it, I'm sure it wasn't the first time he was like I got an idea uh, Luke uh, give me your backpack yeah no no not at all I think he's got uh, you know Qui-Gon's got all those little stone mementos in his mm-hmm. room I think Yoda's room is just full of backpacks to yeah. remember all the Padawans yeah <laughs> absolutely uh, next question comes from uh, Brian Debeal uh, Nations. I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, but Brian writes, I can't wait to watch the five-hour rise of Skywalker. How about you? What length of time would be right for you? A lot of, a lot of times this comes off. A uh, question comes over the, the uh, HoloNet. How long do we want Rise of Skywalker? How much is too much? We got Endgame, all these kind yeah. of things. What do you want? Uh, the, I think the standard sort of answer of is however long the movie needs. And I think uh, Endgame really did uh, change the game for how long until the movie ends. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, three hours just, it didn't feel like three hours to me. Uh, my my bladder did not fail me. Mm-hmm. I even drank a beer during one of the showings of Endgame and I made it through. That's uh, hard yeah. to do. Yeah, strength. <laughs> strength. I can't get Patience, through, control. You must work. Yeah, I, can't get, I can't get through a Twitch stream if I have a beer. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I don't think it will be three hours but i would not be at all surprised by uh two and a half uh two hours and 45 minutes i think the big thing that endgame showed is that's not going to it used to be that because of the financial like mm-hmm. we can't get enough showings in and endgame broke that yes concern that is the the biggest thing the bathroom break aside yeah uh, and i made it too in my screening i'll point out <laughs> um 
Yeah, that's it. It was just it used to you you a uh, two hour, two and a half hour movie. You're not good enough. Get enough showings to make your money. Yeah, <laughs> and then you go to ArcLight and look up Avengers, 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 Avengers. Oh, all theaters are Avengers twenty four hours a day. That's not a worry anymore. But that said, two and a half hours. Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, two forty five the most. I don't want to feel like they had to add some stuff in. Mm. You know, but I'm saying that it, I am someone who you know does the the Lord of the Rings extended edition marathon one day a year and love it and go, I would have taken more. Yeah. So I just think they've set up all of these characters to have their own individual journey mm-hmm. and that takes time to resolve yeah. each character's journey. So I'd be happy to have it be longer and have it be less like, so what, what exactly did Finn feel about X? Like that was really nice about Endgame. Like mm-hmm. there are definitely some questions but you really got to spend time with each character. That's true. That's true. And I didn't feel I didn't feel the length. And I'm not a huge Marvel fo- uh, person, you know. Like, yeah. just, but I didn't feel it. Yeah, I didn't feel it. So it's good. Uh, five hours it won't be. We know that, Brian. But uh, we'll see. Watch it be an hour thirty-eight. <laughs> JJ's like, nah. I'm just gonna get in. We got a big battle. It's over. <laughs> Going to Patreon. If you want to support us on Patreon, we'll tell you where a little bit. But we always take two questions from Patreon, like this one from Alex Lloyd. It's your birthday, and all confirmed impossible characters appearing in The Rise of Skywalker are invited to your party. Out of intergalactic respect for you, they've agreed to not kill or mortally maim each other at the celebration. So what party games would you organize to entertain or frustrate your guests? I would give out party hats with your Snoke Palpatine Theory Sucks written on them and host a trivia contest on the events of The Last Jedi just to continually remind the Knights of Ren that they weren't in the film. <laughs> Alex, you're vicious. Uh, so, yeah, how, how are you going to host a party here? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not really a party game, but I think I would do Trust Falls. <laughs> <laughs> Just to try to get everybody to play nice. Every other game I thought yeah. of was like, oh, friendly competition mm-hmm. that could turn brutal. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, truth or dare, that would be, no. Oh, no. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, you get yeah. a little, uh, yeah, or the 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 game that they were playing in in uh, Game of Thrones, and yeah. as we play in real life, of you know, like the you know you have to believe what you said or take the drink kind of thing. Think, think. Yeah, uh, all that stuff. No trust falls. Just it's a nice Love little that. theater exercise, or just like <laughs> Kylo, you got to reach out your hands and just trust yeah. that Poe's gonna catch you. I uh, yeah, <laughs> fall back, let go. She's not gonna be there. Uh, I want to. I want some pin pin the tail on the porg. Ooh, yeah. I uh, fond memories of my childhood of my early uh, teens going to like f- you know big parties with all the the families that were friends there that I grew up with and playing like Pictionary. Oh yeah. You know I could see. <laughs> or w- what's the one where you don't draw? Uh, you just. Uh, Charades? Oh, charades. Gosh, it's been like 30 <laughs> years since I played it. You didn't even make any gestures, and I guessed you charades. got it. Sounds you know. Like- Kylo going two, you know, two syllables. Yeah, one word. Syllables. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I could, I could do that, and then, and uh, and then uh, have uh, I want snap uh, passing around, uh, you know, dips yeah. and chips and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then maybe a little uh, a Star Wars trivial pursuit. Yeah. Like that. Too. See if they uh, know the answers about themselves. I do have Star Wars Monopoly. We did that for our yeah. Force Center special video. Yeah. Uh, I can see That's a fight a good one. There. Yeah. Final thought. Uh, final question comes from Casey Key. 
Uh, Casey writes, with the Vanity Fair pictures, people are saying that showing Kylo fighting the Knights of Ren is a spoiler to his redemption. Do you think this is the case? Because I'm not so sure if the Knights of Ren are indeed Luke's former students, and I think it is uh, just as possible that Kylo is leading First Order forces and destroying them to remove any potential rivals or prevent them from turning back to the light and helping Rey. Thoughts? Uh, those are some great thoughts, Casey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that take on the Knights of Ren. Some of them, maybe they were like, hey! Yeah, I'm going to change my yeah. mind about my affiliation. Yeah, uh, um, I should uh, point out that Casey sent this question in a little while later, mm. or a little while ago, okay. and uh, Vanity Fair caused some confusion because when that teaser came out, mm-hmm. you know, at Celebration, even even right there at Celebration, I talked to a bunch of people like, do you think those were the Knights of Ren that Kylo was fighting in, mm-hmm. that foresty area? Uh, and then Vanity Fair confirmed that and then retracted that. Right. So there is an air of mystery of, is he fighting them? At all, we don't know. Uh, but to Casey's larger question, I, it does seem like a natural story for Kylo to just not be able to work well with others, play well with others. Yeah. That there is something about this sort of like uh, it's the contrast in his character where mm-hmm. Vader is able to intimidate people into yeah. obeying him. Palpatine was able to manipulate people into obeying him, and Kylo is just this raw, pulsing nerve. Just wants to prove that he has power, yeah, and he is right, and just will push mm-hmm. everyone away from him, uh, almost literally with the force. Yeah. So that even if he is supposed to be the Knights of Ren, that there could be some some friction there. It does make sense, and the idea, you know, you know, I don't, I still don't think that Knights of Ren had much to do with Snoke, just the why the way Snoke refers to them. Yeah, you know, oh, the Knights of Ren. Oh, even you, the head of them, Kylo. Uh, that's but that's always been my interpretation of it. I like what Casey's talking about here about some of Luke's former students. Maybe there's a, t- you know, yeah, we've been thinking about it. You're kind of crazy now, and you killed our old boss. He wasn't as bad as we thought. I yeah. don't know. You know, the message of hope. Uh, yeah. You know, the they may maybe uh, too many black. You got right. alone in a room with Knights of Ren. Uh, Oniho Zaya, who actually tells the story, got in right. a room with his action figures and yep. changed their mind. Changed their mind. Uh, and the idea that if if everyone's again, my interpretation, some of the trailer stuff, if everyone's chasing or trying to get to the Death Star two or get to Palpatine or something, you know, whatever the me the mission or the MacGuffin is, that uh, maybe the Ky- Kylo feels everyone's in his way. Ooh, I don't yeah. know, but I know the first order yeah. in that one shot particularly looks like they're all fighting together. Um, it, yeah, it, so or that shot could be misinterpreted, and he's not going to fight the Knights uh, of Ren yeah. at all. We don't know yet. I mean, I always thought it was like the what we now know is the Aki Aki, but I, I, I'm not saying I, I'm right at all because yeah. it's a freeze frame, and, and sometimes I can't freeze frame right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. but great stuff, Casey. Yeah, I, I really like the idea of like, hey, Luke's former students. Yeah, uh, that's good. Uh, and this week, Joseph, we have our power of the light side. That's right. We uh, send out requests to our patrons at a certain level to just share something. Uh, that you love about Star Wars or why you love Star Wars. And this week we have uh, a great one. So here we go, power of the light side. Greetings, Force Center crew. My wife recently asked me, when did you start liking Star Wars and why? The first part was easy. I was one and a half years old and my relatives were making cassette tapes of me singing the main theme and listing off character names that were completely butchered. (laughs) I hate slash love that there is still proof of this. But the why is because it allows me to escape in that galaxy far, far away. I get to believe in heroes and be awed by seeing crazy creatures and stunning visuals. It allows me to continually be that one-and-a-half-year-old that thinks anything is possible. And that is a feeling of hope I continue to feel until I finally become one 
with the Force. Thanks so much for all the work you do to entertain. May the Force be with you, Nate. Nate, that is great. I would love to hear those. I wish yeah. there was recordings of me. Oh, yeah, Nate, Nate, send in your recordings <laughs> if you want to share, because, man. I'll play them here, yeah. Yeah. Because there's, there's reel-to-reel of me at three, and my dad and I used to grab microphones on his reel, and we used to just improv stories. Okay. Um, but none of it's Star Wars related. So I would love I would love this. But, Nate, yeah, it, it just also shows how... How it can grab you early, man. Yeah, it gets in. Uh, it can get in young. In in yeah. that is, it is deep and powerful. And I think Nate does a great job of expressing all the ways that that uh, yeah. connects to both youth and to our mature lives going forward. And, and it makes me jealous in a healthy way of of, <laughs> of the generation now that a lot of things is you know just way more documented. There's like two pieces of film of me prior to five <laughs> that exist somewhere. You know, and I have a picture of my Y wing on the Christmas morning. I got it, and yeah. that's like it. Like, uh, yeah, you know? I, yeah. My parents have like one framed like collection of photos mm. that collects like the my life from three to six <laughs> years old, pretty much. Uh, one of them, a picture of uh, me delightedly uh, grasping my hands together because I have an action figure for my birthday, Absolutely. a Star Wars action figure. So yeah, it <laughs> resonates, Nate. It resonates. It does. It does. Thank you, Nate. And if you want to uh, share with the power of the light side, you can become a patron supporter at, uh, like Joseph said, a specific tier. We'll tell you here in a second here. We're almost on our way out of here. We do miss Jennifer, but uh, happy to be here talking stars with all of you out there in the Force Center land. And if you want to connect with us, if you're new or relatively new to the show, you can find us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Force Center. Join that conversation. You can like us on Facebook. Our website that is forcecenterpod.podomatic.net. We do have T-shirts. I hear a lot of uh, you know people saying, ah, I speculate responsibly. That's a Force Center thing. Uh, we, that's a post-Last Jedi thing. Buy the shirt and represent it. Go to tpublic.com slash forcecenter slash user slash forcecenter. Uh, podcasts available a lot of places, including iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. We are on YouTube uh, with the animated data bank brawl still on there, featured prominently. Uh, more stuff coming, the in-memoriams and everything there. And then, like we've been talking about, Joseph, Patreon. That is right. Uh, we recently unlocked that commentary for A New Hope, so that is up on our YouTube page, and that was made possible by patreon uh all of this any of this the talking right now is made possible by patreon we couldn't keep doing it without your support so if you would like to help us out with a buck or two a month you can go to patreon.com slash force center absolutely we've got our own stuff like you can follow me at kidnaps go to kidnapsuck.com for information on my uh, star wars book my other shows and where i might be appearing and uh, the same for joseph yeah yeah you can find me on twitter and instagram at joseph scrimshaw and you can go to my website josephscrimshaw.com com and uh, find lots of different things, comedy albums, uh, comedy book, and uh, shows in particular. Uh, if you are a listener in Minnesota or going to the convention, Convergence, I will be performing there. I'll be doing a live episode of Star Wars Counseling, uh, and then I'll be at Dragon Con. Hopefully uh, some fun Star Wars things to confirm there, but I shouldn't talk about them yet, but I have a, mm. a new panel that I'm going to try out. Ooh, it should be nice. Should be juicy fun at Dragon Con, hopefully. Again, that's all on Joseph Scrimshaw one of these days I'm going to get to, uh, well, both conventions sound great, but Dragon Con sounds like a darn good time. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. It is, uh, it's powerful. One of the days I'll <laughs> make my way out there. That is it for this week. Uh, the future is wide open and bright for Star Wars after Episode Nine. We'll see where it goes. Thanks for listening. This was Force.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.